This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. You nice, lovely people, wherever you are. Hey, you don't have to get around. There's a lot of little spots. I've got a, got a little uh, world map that shows me where all my listeners are. And there's, there's, there's ones all over the place. And I've got a couple of listeners in Norway. So welcome. Shout out to my listeners in Norway. So glad to have you with us. So, ah, uh, it was quiet start to today. <laughs> Do you know why? Do you know why it was a quiet start? Because there was snow. We had snow. Now, we don't get a lot of snow. Um, when we moved here uh, years ago, um, on the day that we moved in, it snowed. Or, or the night. Yeah, kind of. It was overnight. It was the day. Especially <laughs> moving. It was, it was all the snow. Oh, dear. So we had trouble getting the the furniture delivery van to, to get it down into the village and then up our drive to get to the house. We managed eventually, and it's one of those things. We get it now and again, but we don't get it every year, and we don't get it for very long, and I don't think it's going to stay. But this morning, the gates were quiet. Do you know when you get that little bit of kind of settling of snow on the gates, and it just it just dulls the sound? It wasn't a kind of a clang or a... And didn't get the echo of the metal. It was all subdued. And the, the, the footsteps. You got the little kind of... I don't know how do you describe it. It's kind of a squeaky something because it's quite wet snow. And uh, so you could hear that. But it was everything was subdued. And the sound in the valley generally was just, just dampened. Really interesting. So the girls sensibly were down in the stable or on the edge of it, kind of under the overhang. Um, they were... T- too impressed with his white stuff and uh so we 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 got to feed them and uh off they went <laughs> they they hung around for quite a while but they they were definitely going out so they they cleared off and headed off and they went down the path there's a path in the woods mm, woods is too strong a word path in the trees there's some trees a bank you got the bank coming up from the lake and then you've got this this band of trees and there's a path which the alpacas go down that uh, it's quite sheltered. And obviously if it snows, there doesn't get as much snow in there. So they managed to find some grass that wasn't covered in snow. Uh, and that's one of the frustrations of having winter weather. And uh, yeah, cold wind from the north. Oh, a wintry whistler. It came down the valley from the north, and you could really feel it. It was a, it was a, a sting in the in the wind. So the girls found this really uh, sheltered spot in in this path in the trees, and they just stayed there most of the morning. And they were able to get a bit of grass and stuff that didn't have snow on it, and so they were quite happy. So we had uh, what? Oh, you've been quite a busy day. We we had um, the vet come. So this is the new vet. We've we did I mention we were changing vets? Um, they've kind of moved around. It's one of those things that's going to be there forever, and then it's not. <laughs> so the vets have changed what they're doing, and our old vets. Uh, thank you very much, St James's. Called out to St James's vets here in Swansea. 
Um, and we've had a lot of good service from them over the years. We really appreciate that. But uh, they, they've had to, to reorganise things a bit and they're not doing the large animal stuff so that we can't use them for the alpacas anymore. Uh, we've found another vet so a bit further out, but uh, they, they've got, a, got someone there who's very experienced and very interested in the alpacas and therefore uh, it's really good. And uh, she came today, so we had a real good... We had a cup of coffee and a chat. We decided not to do a quick wander around the valley and meet the alpacas. It wasn't really necessary. So it was introducing ourselves to the vet and vice versa. And uh, I think we found a really good kindred spirit, as it were. Someone with an alpaca gene. And that's going to be great. So we will be covered. It's one of those things, as as they're leaving, you go, Oh, bye then. Hope not to see you for a very long time. (laughs) It's funny, isn't it? It's not very friendly. But uh, it means that we don't need them. So that's that's good. But we're going to do some stuff looking at the herd health plan. That's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? Herd health plan. So we're going to look at the animals, what needs to be done when, and what's going to be the best way to do that. They've got links to a lab, so we're able to get some uh, fecal samples, uh, get the beans in a bag, and get them sent to the lab and tested and just to be, to be sure, we've got a baseline then, but it also means that we only have to worm if we need to worm, that we don't want to be developing resistance. And there's there's a few things on the go which just can help develop a bit of resistance. So that's uh, always good to be aware of. Um, so that was good. And then, then what happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the the delivery van. No, okay, this wasn't the van. This was a lorry. It was a one of the curtain-sided lorries, quite a big one. And uh, unfortunately, somebody was parked on the corner at the end of our lane, and they couldn't get around the corner. They didn't want to risk trying to squeeze past this nice uh, Audi. <laughs> so we, I, I went down. I was thinking we might have to load up the our car and, and kind of do a couple of trips backwards and forwards. But we managed to... Um, make contact with the person in the house and get them to move the car. And that meant we could get the lorry down. So, yeah, we go. So, hey, (laughs) it's been a busy day and a hard-working day. So there's a ton of food, and it's probably every five, five or six weeks. Hopefully, the time will extend as the grass is starting to grow uh, when it's not covered in snow. And uh, so there's a ton of food that had to be... Now... Around here, around these parts, we use the phrase handball. So it had to be handballed off the lorry. Um, anybody know what that means? Do you, know, do you know what that means? I mean, it's obvious up to a point. Ah, you mean take it off by hand. So it's not, it's not coming off with a forklift, um, which it could have done. It was on a pallet. And if we'd had a forklift, we haven't got one. <laughs> we don't need one, except once a, every six weeks, probably. So we had to t- take them off one at a time and stack them on a, a pallet on the ground. And then I had to walk them up from there up into the, the place we're storing the food. And so 40 bags times 25. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a ton. A thousand kilograms, just like that. And uh, that's great because it keeps us going. And we, I was worried because they had a lot of snow actually we had a bit of snow here. They had a lot of snow where they were coming from. So I thought we might get stuck and not get the food delivery today. Mm, I hate that. I'm on my last bag. <laughs> and the delivery might not be coming because of the weather. 
what am I going to do? Well, if we got hay, we could have managed with that, and I might have had to nip out and get some stuff from some somewhere else just to keep us going. But it's glad uh, I'm glad that they were able to deliver. So that was good, and uh, I think tomorrow's probably going to be worse, actually. So it's probably going to freeze overnight as well. <laughs> It's that time of year. Hey, hey, I was talking about spring, wasn't I, last time? Did you? Oh, the time before. Spring, spring. And then the snow comes. So this is this interleaving of the two seasons. And we got a little blast back from the winter. Uh, still here, still here. <laughs> well, that was okay. So we got all the food moved and uh, my legs. Oh, do you know, as you're going through the bags, you get about two thirds of the way through and my legs are going, do you know, I think we've done this trip a few times now. My my muscles are starting to get tired and starting to, to ache and run out of oxygen or energy or something. The old ATP. So uh, the last three bags, <laughs> they were re- I was getting slower and slower and uh, suffering from my alpacas. There we go. I hope they appreciate it. So they, they wandered in the middle of all of this. They wandered back down the path and they headed back to the stable because they weren't... <laughs> going to find grass anywhere else. So they head back to the stable and they've been sat in there eating hay and various things. So I've topped up the hay for tonight, given them their feed, a new bag, and they should be okay. Now, I did, did I make a mistake? I think they've gone. Have they gone? I can't see where they are now. Um, the lights are on, but the wind from the north is really cutting. And, and even if you crush down, it's it, it's blowing in the <laughs> snow is blowing in the window. Um, should I leave them? Should I not? So I ended up closing the shutters and they don't really like it. It's a bit too too enclosed for them then. And you know, okay, that's fine. Thank you for tea. We will go. And so they wandered off now uh, and they'll probably end up down the, the garden paddock and they'll sit under some trees and they'll, they'll be, they're fairly sensible, mostly, you know. And the old girls that I'm worried about have still got their coats on. So we should be all right. Uh, but I'm going to have a little worry about 10 o'clock just before I go to bed and see whether I need to go and fetch them in. I have done that before when we've had a bit of a, a snow thing going on late at night and uh, I've brought them all in. They don't like it, but uh, they're not off toasty warm in the morning when I go down to, <laughs> to let them out because you've got to kind of close them in, otherwise they're not going to stay there. So in the past when I've done that, they were really toasty warm because they've got all the body heat of all the animals all in the same space. I'm not sure we'd get enough. We've got enough space to get all of them in at the moment. I'm not sure we have. <laughs> anyway, they'll see to themselves and I will just give an oversight and see that they're going to be okay. And uh, so that's that, that was interesting. Uh, busy day. Not quite expected. Now, today is International Women's Day, um, which kind of puts it into context of where we are. And uh, th- our friends over at Packer, um, I'll put a link in the episode notes. They sent out an email today and they, they're doing some work. They've, they're selling alpaca products, but they're getting them produced um, by artisans in Peru. And I just want to read you f- some, some stuff from their, their email, which they sent out today. From the first one-way flight to Peru, it's been the women weavers, designers and leaders that have made PACA what it still is today. On this International Women's Day, we'd like to honour them by introducing the next generation of women leaders, the Packer Scholars Class of 2023. And there's a whole bunch of pictures and details about the 
thing. So empowering women has always been at the core of our mission since the days of cooking eggs with the Weaver families in the rural Andes. Uh, this is Chris who went out there. Since then, our initial circle of Quetcha Weavers has grown into a full-time team of 100-plus women, all earning four times the standard family living wage. That's brilliant, isn't it? Every day they show us what it really means to learn and master your craft. We believe that education is the most impactful route to improve the world through the next generation's ideas and have committed 1% of our annual revenues since 2017 to supporting the ambitions of underprivileged Peruvian young women. The impact from your support is real and continues to make this possible. It's our shared honour to introduce the Packer Scholars class of 2023. And there's eight of the young women who are identified there. These young women are at the top of their class, yet had no financial means to continue their education. Thanks to you, they now have the opportunity to pursue their dreams and become the heroes of their own stories. We continue to be amazed at what our global community can achieve together and hope you take a minute now to feel it too. Can't wait to build more with you this year. And thank you to all of the women artisans who inspire us to pursue the mastery of our own crafts and live our lives in service of something greater. Uh, it's brilliant. Well done, Chris. I think that's and the, the, all the other guys at Packer. It's, it's great. And they, they're actually registered as uh, certified now as a, a B Corp. Um, so I'll have a, a link in the show notes to or the episode notes to let you find out a bit more about that. Um, amazing products they're doing as well. But uh, it's particularly this other work that they're able to do in Peru that's making such a difference. It's great. And uh, if there's anything else that you know about that's happening out and about and around that people are supporting other work, whether it's in Peru or, or more locally, uh, I'd love to hear about that as well. It's linked to uh, alpaca people. There you go. So that was an update on bits and pieces here um, and also in Peru. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, stop feeling sorry for me. It's not necessary. Don't need to feel sorry for me. It was a labor of love and a good night's sleep and I'll be absolutely fine. So uh, I, should, I should stop complaining about the weather and stop complaining about my tired legs. Yeah. So just thinking ahead um, to some of the other stuff that's, that's going on, I've got, got a few thoughts and a few people to speak to. If there's anything you'd like me to cover, like me to talk about, I would love to hear from you. That's steve at alpacatribe.com. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, do you know what? I would love you to help me out. Could you do that? It would be great. If you're enjoying the podcast, share it with somebody else. That means that they can enjoy it too, but also means the number of listeners grows. Uh, so share if you're enjoying it, share it with somebody else. One person. You can do more, but one person. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Appreciate the support. And we'll catch you again next time when the weather should be kinder, hopefully. And uh, we won't have... No, you can't know. You don't know, do you? I was going to say we won't have so much activity, but you really don't know what's coming around the corner. You don't know. So enjoy the alpacas if you can. Uh, don't stand in the snow or the rain which you might have to. <laughs> but uh, if you can, do spend a bit of time with your alpacas and we'll catch you again soon. Bye for now.
This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.